We Don't Bang, number 36. Number 36. Fun episode. Good app. Dog days are over. Yeah. Oh, you're such a good... All right, we have the Florence and Machine concert coming up, and I'm trying to get Megan to come, but I don't think she's going to, but the beginning of it is me trying to coerce her (laughs) into that. And then Megan tells this really great story about eggs. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. Yes, I do tell an omelet story. Oh, my God. Like a 20-minute omelet story. Uh, Oh, it's fine. It wasn't supposed to be a story. It's just like a, it was a concern. (laughs) It was like one of those Norm MacDonald jokes where the setup goes for like 12 minutes and then the punchline just absurd. Hey, look, he's brilliant. And then I went to a ridiculous party, so lots of name dropping. Brian does a very large once again no, i'm kidding name dropping story no it's good though no, I, I ended up at uh, jimmy Iveen's wife's birthday party and it was just fucking absurd like so literally I, everyone I, was there and you want to hear the story yeah, I'm i like I had to so you have to talk you had to talk about I had it. to talk about it so, so much fomo it I was had. really really good what uh briefly talked about bill cosby and the supreme court guy and look the cat wants you to pet it we're at Brian's house right now. Oh, hi, Mama. So it's a change of You ready, Mama? Now. Let's get into we it. ready for the podcast? We Don't Bang, episode 36 starts. Meow. Wait, are you even in the shot? I'm in the shot. I checked. Let me look at this camera. I checked. Oh, this is good. Do you like it? Yeah, this is a new look. So we're recording today live from my apartment. Yeah. It's usually at Hug's apartment. But I'm going to a concert at the Hollywood Bowl. Well, it didn't actually happen like that. What do you mean? Well, it, ha- <laughs> it happened because I had lunch at the Standard, which is West Hollywood. That worked out actually so well because I'm driving so, home from work and I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck, my buddy Sticks coming over. And I told him he could park in my uh, parking garage because parking for the Hollywood Bowl sucks, but you can walk to the Hollywood Bowl from my house. And then I called you and you said you're at the Standard. And I'm like, oh, shit. Come and you said oh. I was afraid you were gonna say no. I didn't. No. I didn't oh, know. Wait. So I didn't realize that I'm in his parking spot. No, no, but it's it's a double. What do you call that? Tandem, tandem. parking. So we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure it out. Are you gonna come? I don't know. So I got a pair of tickets tonight. Yeah. To see mm-hmm. Florence and the Machine mm-hmm. and Kamasi Washington. You don't seem excited. I do. I don't like Florence and the Machine. Why not? They're just whiny. It's like. That's not, she has one of the best voices in popular music. It doesn't sound like that at all. It's too whiny. I'm not into their, to their sound. You don't like the dog days are over? Say it, sing it again. Oh, God. Dog days over. Alexa, play Dog Days Are Over by Florence and the Machine. Dog Days Are Over by Florence and the Machine from Brian's Spotify. By the way, having an Alexa for the podcast is great. Wow, yeah. I, wait. Alexa, fast forward to the chorus. That's a thing. Hmm, I don't know that. Apparently it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Go fast for your brother, fast for your mother, fast for your sister and your brothers and your devil in love, in love, in love, in mine. Alexa, stop. You look so mean. Alexa, shut up. You look so mean when you yell at Alexa. (laughs) Stop it. You look so mean when you yell at Alexa. (sighs) So anyway, all right. So she's playing. All right. You don't like her. I don't not like. I mean, I guess. But let me sell it to you. Oh, this is a pitch. You love a good pitch. Love a good pitch. Kamasi Washington is opening up. I don't know them. He it's a guy. Okay. (laughs) And he plays the tenor saxophone. Okay. And he's very. Very good. It's jazz music. And if you haven't been to the Hollywood Bowl, it's like one of the most magical places I've ever been to. I've been to hundreds of thousands of concerts and like out of any amphitheater. I haven't been to Red Rocks in Colorado yet and I hear that one's the best. But uh, the Hollywood Bowl is my favorite because it's tucked away in the canyon. You can see the Hollywood sign right behind it. The weather is like it's going to be 67 and perfect tonight. And it's jaw. The stars, it's all these like cool hip LA people and it's really fun. You should come. Have you ever been to the, um, what is it called? Greek theater. No. I have been there. No? That wasn't my okay. question. what is it? 
By the way, we're way closer to each other. I know. Because we're both sitting on the couch and only we sit at your table. I kind of like this. We're like cozy. But I'm more engaged to actually look at the camera when we talk are too, you like a TV t- show. Like a real TV show. My, I feel like my tits are out for days right yeah, now. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, have you ever been to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery? Yes, we we oh, went together right. once. So we it's saw the same idea, but we saw that Sunset old Boulevard. stupid movie that I fell asleep for. Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is stupid. Yeah, Every, like with the crazy lady. <laughs> Yo, but Gordon loved it because he loves like old movies. He's yeah, like movie yeah. guy. Like I feel like guy. all movie people are gonna hate that we said. It's I don't not, care. Yeah, we should have. After that, we Eric should go see Home me. Home Alone or something. Oh God, that would be very yeah. good. Um. So it's like that though, but music, the Hollywood Bowl. It's amazing. You should just come. Come tonight. We have free tickets. My buddy Stick. By the way, the podcast is going to get interrupted here in T minus twenty minutes because I have to have Stick park behind you. What, like I just said. So Stick is going to come. Is he coming with the girl, or is he meeting the girl? No, no, no. I think he's meeting the girl. Should we not talk about yeah, this? Let's not talk about Stick. Okay. But uh. Okay. I just knocked down my volume, but. It should be fun. Will you will you come? Maybe, but if I Well, not- I need to know because the concert we literally have to go to it right after the podcast. Well, I need to think about it. All right, I, I'll give you till well, because right. Charles is at Dom's and I would need to see if Oh, have him spend the night. Sleepover with his Dino? Is with Dino? Dino? Yeah, that's I'll his brother. I'll have to call and see what this is. We'll call Dom in the middle of the podcast. He was great last time. Okay, and see if So wait, but what if I wanted to leave after Kamaza Kamaza? His name is Kamasi Washington. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, that's fine. So then you would have to park behind sticks you could get at. Oh, how are you going to get into my garage? Would he, didn't you say, though, that you would be maybe want to leave after Kamasa Kamasa? No, it's Kamasi Washington. And I know, I, Alexa, play, play Dog Days Are Over Again. <laughs> Alexa, fast forward 30 seconds. I can't fast forward anything playing on Spotify. Jesus Christ. Let's just get to the chorus hugs. Tell, all right, listen, you're under the Hollywood stars, okay? You're, and you're, you're, you're sitting next to Reggie Watts because I feel like he's at every concert. Oh, here we go. We're getting into it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You just saw great jazz music. By the way, my ass is right in the camera right and now. This like is in amazing. My face too. Oh. This is tonight. This is tonight. Oh, take me to the chorus. Take me to the chorus. She has a great voice. Beautiful red hair. Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop. Are you sold? Maybe. You seem to be having fun with that. That was fun. It's really fun. just. It could be the worst concert of all time. Just being at the Hollywood Bowl is absolutely Do glorious. They have popcorn? Of course. They have all kinds of tasty treats. <laughs> I want a tasty treat. They have a delicious rosé. I'm sure you'll like that. Oh, I love a delicious rosé. It's really, really fun. Let's go. All right. What else? I mean, come on. You got to live. You've never been there before. It's a staple of Los Angeles. My, I just have to. I have my legs are so hairy. Who? Get, I don't think. Um, I don't think Florence cares about your legs. <laughs> or Kamasa Kamasa or whatever you call it. Kamasa Kamasa. Oh, all right. Well, let's. We'll follow up on that. Okay, we'll follow I, up. We'll call Dom. Yeah. Uh, before we started, you were uh, obsessively watching Amanda Cerny videos. Oh, good. There's so many things I want to discuss before I we hear about your big story. Well, I have a big story. You have a great big story, which I want the details to. I haven't even, yeah. Because I've, legit the entire time he's just been like, oh, he'll get into, you'll start something and I'll get so excited and be like, wait, what? And you'll be like, oh, podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah. Well, and listeners of the podcast, you should know, me and Megan's greatest conversations, you're a part of them. Yeah. Because I don't have great conversations with Megan unless we have microphones <laughs> in our face. Such the worst friend. All right. So what do before we get into that. Amanda Cerny. So yeah, I got this new gig. Well, so I'm you're working, working on the same show. I work on the show Ridiculousness on MTV, but my gig's a little bit cooler now. I'm in charge of all the talent. Yeah. So all the guests that come on the show, I meet them, I greet them, I make sure their drivers are there on time. I show them the clips beforehand. I run down the show. I just make sure everything with talent is secure. Yeah. Which is kind of cool because I get to like hang out with famous people. And today, Amanda Cerny was on. Now, if you don't know who she is, she has 22 million Instagram followers. Well, so I didn't know who she was. She's an influencer. 
It's so fucking weird. I didn't know who she was. Brian's like, you have to. She's so hot. She's okay. So one, she's obviously hot. She's so hot. She's like so hot. Stunningly, she's like stunningly hot. Like yeah. perfect freaking body. Yeah. Oh god. Perfect body. She, her butt looks so good in her jeans today. Uh, oh. She is. She's smoking hot, but she does these videos where she's like tries to be funny. Mm-hmm. I think in some of them, and it's really cringeworthy. Oh, they're hugs. great. No, she's a hoot. She's not a hoot. <laughs> they're like they're hard to get through. They're really hard to get through. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a girl that's like, you know how girls like hate each other? Yeah, yeah. I'm not a catty girl. She's fucking hot. You know what was funny though? I could even tell on the show today. So I'm like, the, the town, I like lead them up to the stage yeah. and all that. And like, I was there when she met Chanel West Coast. You know who Chanel West Coast is? She's the female co host that laughs like a, right, right, right. Yes, uh, like yes, a yes. dolphin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you could just tell she was like, Threatened. Hot girls are threatened yeah, by each other. What is up with that? Well, I mean, women, it's so weird. Women, like, hate each other. Yeah, they do. It's very strange. Very bizarre. And even on stage, they, like, met, you know, just, uh, Rob Deerdeck's like, oh, so you have 22 million. And then Chanel's like, yeah, that's way more than I have. I guess I'm going to have to take a picture with you so I can get some more. Like, half joking, but half but not. But just, like, kind yeah. of like a dig. Like, it, it's yeah, like yeah. an underlining. Yeah, well, anyway, she's she's smoking hot, but her videos are not... I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to. They're not funny. Like, they're really <laughs> uncomfortable. Like, I have a really no, hard time watching I, them. I like pretend to laugh just because I think she's so. It's amazing the bullshit hot girls can get away with. Seriously, that's like a real thing. It's really frustrating. <laughs> Guys will put up with nonsense yes. from hot chicks. Yes. Complete and utter bullshit. The, like, and be like, ha funny, babe. Yeah. I do it with her. <laughs> they're so. so- so I'm outside her dressing room today, uh, right? Yeah. And she just starts talking. She's like, hey, Billy. Hi. And I'm like, who the fuck is she talking to? And then I, like an alert on my phone. Yeah. She was doing a live, one of the live Instagram yeah, videos. Yeah, and then he told me about it. And I watched the first like minute of it because that's all I could get through. It's so bland. She had a princess filter. She had a princess <laughs> filter. It's just so bland. Like it's not even, there's no jokes. There's no like any, even enthusiasm in her voice. She's just like, hey, guys. It's morning, and <laughs> I'm here in my dressing room. It's like, the morning. Wait, you see how much, see how funny you are right now? <laughs> <laughs> when you're a basic influencer, you're very funny. It's the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good impression it's of it. It's so bad. That's what it is to be famous in 2018. It's so sad. God. You know who I, you know who I got to, like, fucking hang out with last week because of this gig? Huh. By the way, this episode's going to be... Kind I I don't want to say it's gonna be name droppy. Yeah, but I've I, enc- I encountered a lot of famous people in these past two weeks, and I have interesting stories to tell about them. Totally. Well, I think we can preface it with like, okay, so we you you we tell a lot of stories involving like friends of ours that are successful, right? Mm-hmm. So by no means I don't want this to be a podcast ever that it's like. Look at my famous friends and what we do. Like I, I never want to no, drop. No, no. When I do it, it's like, oh my god, I don't even belong here. But then that seems like a humble brag. Totally. Ugh. So yeah. I'm just trying to tell stories. I know interesting so stories. You kind of like can't win, but so I, I feel like it, I feel like it's safe to say like, but to say this though, because yeah. I want to hear the story and you want to tell the story and you just happen to be a part of it, just because you're going to be naming all of these. Well, I have names. another. I have another one named before even the party. What? So. The uh, the other day, you know, the guest on ridiculousness was. So this is going to be a total name. This is just going to be fucking. Oh god. No, but it's okay. It's okay because you we're like saying we're explaining it. Yeah, first. yeah, and you can make fun of me and stuff. And so it's like relatable. I'll make fun of you as yeah, much yeah. as I can, and you and you're aware of it. The fact yeah. that we're aware of it. Is fine. Yes. Okay. okay. So bef- earlier this week, we had um, Mike Tyson. Oh, that's so cool. On as a guest. Yeah. And I, I knew he was coming, so I wore my Mike Tyson's Punch Out hat. Uh-huh. Remember that game? Yeah. It was on Nintendo from well, 1986. I've seen you wear it before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I'm taking Mike Tyson up. So I shake Mike Tyson's hand. This hand has fucked up more people's faces and lives than like almost anyone's hand. Dude, he was how the does gri- he look? Big, but not like tall. He's only like 5'11", but he's stalky. He's, he's kind of, he's gotten a little bit chunky. He's Is not- he still fighting? No, 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 no. Not at all. He's just kind of like now famous for being Mike Tyson. But just seeing that face tattoo. Yeah. I mean, he's a fucking, and Legend. he came with a posse, dude. 18, 20 people and like four of the guys were these old timey like, you could tell that they used to fight these big yeah. Italian white guys, muscles and shit. Was he blinged out? Like he I, wasn't blinged out. No. No, no. And he was friendly. He said hi to me. And I held his hand. He's and like, he, hi. 
Thanks for having me. That's a really good Tyson. Um, so, <laughs> so he shook my hand, and I, my hand actually very good handshake. You know, very very uh, not a dead fish at all. Very good handshake. Manly, like he would he Manly. would fuck you real hard. So listen to this though. You just went past that. Well, you I, said I, dead I, fish. I, you I said had, dead fish. <laughs> I had to pass. I don't want no, okay. no. the idea of Mike Tyson fucking me. I don't want to think about that. Okay. So we're going up. No, I, absolutely not. Okay. So we go up in the elevator. And uh, I go, hey, Mike, check out my hat. I said that to him. And he goes, let me see that hat. Oh, <laughs> he's so cute. He's so cute for such he is, a monster. He's a cute monster. He's the cutest <laughs> yeah. raping monster, monster ever. But he did his time, right? Is yeah. that me? Uh, whatever. I don't know. Let me see that hat. Takes my hat off it, looks at it. And he, I, his manager is named Billy or something. He's like, now, Billy, this is a cool ass hat. And he put it back in my head. I'm like, oh, and someone's videotaping it because they're like filming a documentary. Yeah. Like, apparently, Mike Tyson's just constantly filming a documentary. <laughs> like, yeah. His life is always being captured. And uh, I wish there was a way I could get that video. Oh, my God. That would be so cool. Okay. You got that was the time. Oh, no. I thought that was stick. It's a credit card that <laughs> I haven't been paying. Okay. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, um, so then, so then I take Mike Tyson's room. I go in. I'm like, "Hey, Mike, you want to see the clips?" And he's like, "Nah, man, I don't be surprised." And then he's like, "I love this show, man. This show makes me laugh so much." Uh. <laughs> and then, so then we're just like sitting in this room, and uh, just me, Mike. So you're just ha- so your job. I know it's to like get the ce- celebrity set up. Yeah. But then you're just hanging. Like, if they want you to stay, you hang out with them, or do you stay in the room to make sure? I just go. I, I feel the vibe. So you come and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Mike, do you need anything? Right. So I take Mike and the whole pasta. Let's right. go get breakfast. So we all go get breakfast. I get Mike Tyson and the crew breakfast. And God, they ate a lot. These are big boys. So you went out to eat with them? No, no, no. We went to the craft service right, table. Right. Oh, okay. I see. Which is downstairs. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, you guys don't bring in breakfast for them? Uh, well, today we had Swizz Beats on. He's a producer and we bought him two pizzas. Okay. But they didn't eat one, so now it's in my refrigerator. <laughs> okay. Oh, also, BT Dubs. Okay, so last week, Brian shows up to my apartment. Oh, no, he texts me beforehand and goes, do you want some bananas? <laughs> and I was like, sure. Yeah. So he comes over. You come over with, tw- like, 12 bananas. Yeah. <clears throat> well, because they were going to throw them away at craft services. I'm the last one there. So every day I'd bring home a shitload of food. Oh, God. It's so funny. My house did smelled you, did like Did anyone bananas. eat the bananas? No, because there was just they so were brown. many. <laughs> and they were brown. And they were brown. You a bunch of rotten bananas. <laughs> you gave me a bunch of rotten bananas. <sighs> so anyway, I'm sitting in the yeah. room with Iron Mike Tyson. Oh, by the way, he's fucking stoned. So he's in there to promote. He's got this giant weed ranch, like, vacation destination in Palm Springs that he's promoting. Tyson Ranch, and oh you just God. go there and get stoned and enjoy his ranch. I w- should we go there? We're, I, I, I got, I got to connect. I got, I, I, I want to go. I want to so, go. Yeah, they actually brought Rob and Steve. They brought like five joints for them to have. Great. I love that we live in an era now where you can just do that. Talk about pot on TV and bring joints. At yeah. least in California, you can. It's great. The coolest thing though, we're just in there, and uh, Mike starts telling these stories about Andre the Giant. Who was? Do you remember him? Mm-hmm. He was like he was like Hulk Hogan's arch nemesis. Yeah. He's like, man, I ain't never seen anyone like Andre the Giant. And it's so funny. He does. He's a big man that talks like he's this. He's so lift. soft. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> he's so soft. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so he, uh, he's like, man, Andre the Giant. I, I used to fly with him. He'd have to buy all three seats. This is fucking huge. And I'm like, really? Yeah. And he's like, he would drink a whole case of beer. He's just telling all these old Andre the Giant so stories. Cool. And I'm like, this is badass. And it's all being filmed. Anyway, I wish there was a way I could find out get that. with him recognizing my Maybe Mike you'll be in the new, his new doc, documentary. That would be really awesome. That would be really awesome. So that was fun. He was really high. Oh, God. And there's nothing. Mike Tyson laughing. Is it the best? Oh, he just... He just <laughs> like a Stevie Wonder like head shake and he just and he loves it though so much uh, he, he he's like he couldn't stop talking about how much he loves ridiculousness it kind of blows me away how many people are like watch the show. just cuz it's like America's funniest videos just yeah. easy dumb tv like and i don't mean that negatively like I've rob never is re- seen an oh, episode. It's, it's like you've seen Tosh.0 right yeah. it's like that but way more casual yeah not there's not you. like bits involved it's you know they literally just sit around and watch clips yeah rob's actually really good at what he does because you're like oh that seems so easy but then i've worked on other shows like that video clips where it's 
takes forever. Totally. We shoot three episodes a day. We start taping at 10. Cameras are done at one. That's great. Three episodes of T. I mean, that's, that's why amazing. they keep it around. It's so easy to make. And yeah. I think it's MTV's number one show. So it's kind of neat. But uh, Mike was cool today. Yeah, it was Cerny and Swiss Beats. Rob Riggle was on yesterday. That's very I don't cool. even know if I'm supposed to be saying any of this because the episode's on air for a couple months, but I guess it doesn't matter. I think it's fine as long as you don't tell details that are on the show. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you need to clean your bathroom. I'm okay. <laughs> nice transition. <laughs> Hot good, segue. Wait, good what's wrong? Good transition. What's, what's good transition. Good transition. <laughs> what's wrong with my bathroom? Uh, well, I just want to use it, and I'm rarely here. I feel like I only come here for like random. You're, you're way cleaner than I am. Yeah. I meant to clean it beforehand. It, it's well, it's not a big deal. It's like a boy's bathroom. But like I just feel like, one, you have a good, you have a great tub. Do you take baths? No, I don't take baths. Why do you say it like Men that? Men don't take baths. That's a ridiculous thing to say. I don't think say. that's a ridiculous thing to say. It's a deep tub. I get sick of a bath. I'm in a bath for fucking a minute and I'm done with the bath. Is it because you get hot? Yeah, I'm too hot. Girls love being hot. That's the joke. Yeah. Girls like... You've that's seen, a joke? Like, yes, yes. Like you've seen those memes where it's like... A girl's in the hot shower with her boyfriend, and the boyfriend's like melting because girls like water way hotter than guys do. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, this. that's a thing. This is a thing. Even when, when, like, another thing, like when we have girls on set and stuff. Yeah. They're always cold. Where I think guys like to be colder and girls like to be warmer. I, Maybe except for at night. Like I feel like most women at night need a fan. Oh yeah, you need a fan at night. I need oscillation. I need a cold blanket that I could just I need, <clears throat> yeah. wrap myself in. All right, you have a great deep tub. You yeah. should be taking baths. If you got that. the right like lavender Epsom salt or what like the f- what the fuck do I look like? I'm not a lavender Epsom salt. <laughs> no, ugly. this could be good for you. No, I use Irish Spring body wash in the shower like a man. <laughs> I love Irish Spring. It's very good. Favorite bar soap. Oh, have you tr- smelled the body wash? No, I'm not interested in a body wash. Oh, let me show it to you. Hold on. You, I probably know what it looks like. It's going to take a second. So this is the Megan show. Okay, so I just feel like <coughs> I have no problem going into it. Most people like, I feel like body wash is such a thing. But like, I need a bar soap with a washcloth. Otherwise, it's. I just feel like I'm like laughing. Give this a whiff. Oh, it's delicious. Oh, God. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah, take your lavender bomb or whatever the <laughs> fuck. No, no, thank you. Dude, I use Irish Springs bar soap. Bar yeah. soap. Yeah. I don't like body wash at all. Body wash is like a, it's just a mask. It's like a thick mask. No, no, no. It's gel. great. And I love the poofy poof. What do you call that thing? There's a oh, name the for loofah. it. The loofah. The loofah. I don't Good use job. a loofah. I use a loofah. It doesn't clean you. You're Get just. It. All up in my ass crack. I feel like you're dirty. No, I'm very clean. <laughs> I'm very clean. You need like a hard washcloth with a bar soap, and you need to get in your crevices. Oh, I get and you in need there. to really like scrub off. Oh no, the I layer. scream! I, the part of my finger even gets in. I got it. <laughs> I get it squeaky. No, but like you, you don't understand. A loofah is just like loofahing, foaming the top no, layer. Oh, it's just like a washcloth. A washcloth has like a harder ridges. Oh no, like, there's there, it's very ridgy. The loofah. <laughs> I don't think that. I think it's a ridiculous conversation. This is a ridiculous conversation. It's okay though. Um, anyway, you should you could take baths. It's a deep tub, but you should clean it more. The amount of pubic hairs I saw just while I was peeing was so gross. Wait, wait was that my actual uh, shaving hair? No, those are my pubic hairs. They looked curly. Oh, isn't it gross? Pubic hair gr- is gross. Oh, bathrooms are gross. Bathrooms are gross. <laughs> Just like finding a curl, like going to a bathroom and there's like a curly hair on the, somebody's uh, toilet. Should I clean it now and you can just do the show for five minutes? <laughs> no. All right, I'll do it after. Um, but yeah, I really like my new gig. That's awesome. That ridiculousness. It's really, really fun. Yeah. Um, and it's a couple days a week? Yeah. Yeah. We shoot three days a week, three episodes, so nine episodes a week. And uh, you just get to meet kind of like... Besides, like, the celebrities, just, like, managers and, like, interesting people. And yeah. if you have the gift of gab, you can actually... The gift actually, of gab? Yeah, you have it. We have it. The we gift have a of gab. Yeah, the gift of gab. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can actually make connections and stuff. So that's, that's pretty awesome. cool. Um, so I could tell before... God, obviously, I've already... Should we wait up, like, until, until stick comes? Yeah, do we want to talk about something serious before? You want to talk about Bill Cosby? We can talk about Bill Cosby. I have one... You have one note. That's hilarious. Do you want to do your note? 
<laughs> I think I have one note. Okay, because I had this ridiculous thing happen. It's not like a crazy ridiculous thing. <clears throat> Here's the sketch. John, my roommate, John. Yeah. You're one of your best friends. Yes. Yesterday morning, I went to make an omelet. So this is a story of how I may have Asperger's or some <laughs> <laughs> or some kind of unaware thing. So I go to make an omelet. I start sauteing spinach and onions, mm-hmm. right? My next step is to get the eggs. I realize I don't have eggs. So I go, I run, ask John if I could borrow, if I could borrow a couple eggs. He says, yeah, sure. <clears throat> Great. So I start, oh, so I start, yeah. So I start making, like whipping up like the omelet such. And that's when John comes in the kitchen and goes, it goes, hey, he's like, you want to, he goes, while you're at it, you want to dub, double that up? And I was like, and I made a weird face. And I feel like I'm telling this story so terribly, but I was like, I made a weird face. And he was like, what, is that weird? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess. No, it's fine. So anyway. Wait, why didn't you just say, yes, of course, I'll make, you're borrowing his eggs. <laughs> okay, why I'm, wouldn't you cut open two more eggs? He did you a favor by giving you the eggs. I know. That's not Asperger's. That's being an asshole. <laughs> no, but not the, Asperger's, asshole. Okay. <laughs> what i'm saying i it never okay so let me let me tell you what i did it's so embarrassing brian it's actually embarrassing. i'm already embarrassed what you did to john by not okay keep going <laughs> i know i need to get him an i'm sorry card okay okay so i make myself an omelet mm-hmm. okay yeah then i think in my brain that there's no way he would ask me to like make him an omelet because I have one small pan out. So that would ma- mean that like I would have to get out another pan. Oh, God. God forbid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, so in my head, I don't really think that like it doesn't cross my brain thoroughly that he's asking me to make him an omelet. So I think he's asking me to make him some extra fixings. <laughs> this is the most stupid. Like, what is this story? Extra fixings. What do you mean? <laughs> What is this story? You hate this story. Okay. Wait, you're literally taking 10 minutes to say that your roommate asked you to make him a couple of eggs? Where are we going? Where's the Asperger's? What is this? Well, because, okay. Oh, God. So, anyway, I ate my omelet. By the way, guys, I have a great story on deck, like really, really engaging name-dropping story. So, if you can just get through this egg story, you're going to be good. Okay. First of all, I'm not telling this story as like, listen to this great story. I'm telling this story because it is out of real concern for me. Okay. Listen, if if we get there. Okay. Okay. I understand that my story doesn't involve Tom Cruise. Okay. (laughs) It may only involve an omelet and spinach. Do you you remember that Mike Tyson story? Oh, the hat. That was a great one. Just just because a story doesn't involve a celebrity name drop doesn't mean it's not a bad story. Okay. That's fair. Okay, I eat my omelet. <laughs> okay, now I'm back to this crazy story about eggs. Okay, I, I understand. I finish my omelet. Okay, yeah. I leave John a bowl in the kitchen on the, by the stove of spinach, like sauteed spinach and onions. So I thought he was just asking me to make him extra stuff to put in the omelet. Do you know what I'm saying? So you just like... Okay. So what what do you call that? Um, pre-chef? What the? F- I just like prepped his Prep. omelet. You so you didn't throw it in the pan? No, and I well I didn't whip it up with the eggs either. Oh my god! I well so okay so then I finish my omelet. I clean up the kitchen. I I look at this bowl that I'm like oh god this is so measly like this is like measly like t- like the spinach which looks big and voluptuous in the pan is now shriveled and it looks so small. Yeah, you hate this story. Where are we going? Where's the Aspergers? This is your one note? (laughs) This is what you're bringing to the table this week? (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's wrap it up. You're on the stand-up stage. The light's on. This is your, you got to wrap it up. My point is, isn't it, it's weird. So John comes back in the kitchen and is like, he sees the bowl and he goes, oh, I see what you did. Uh, And then he laughs and I'm like, oh no. And then I realize, I go, you wanted me to make you an omelet. He goes, yeah, duh, I wanted you to make me an omelet. And so I'm thinking it's crazy that the fact that that thought didn't even cross my head because in my brain, I'm like, unless we're fucking, I'm not making you an omelet. (laughs) 
Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's a reasonable question to ask somebody. You only make omelets for those who, who fuck you? I think so. Or like a special occasion. Will you make a scrambled egg? No, unless it's a special occasion or we're banging. So you, oh my, that is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so you don't have Asperger's. You're a jerk. I don't know if it's a jerk. No, it's not because it was a choice. Hugs, it wasn't like a choice. It wasn't like, no, I don't I don't want to make, it wasn't like, I don't want to make this omelet. I more, It's worrisome behavior because I legit, is he outside? No, uh, he just texted me. What's your address? Keep going. This is a great story. You're such a dick. <laughs> Keep going. It's worrisome behavior because I legit didn't even think about that that was what he wanted. I was like, there's no way he would want yeah, that. that's not Asperger's, and Megan. My question is this, though. How many times am I going through this kind of shit in my life? Like, how many times am I going through my life where, like, I don't think of the obvious thing that the other person is thinking of, and I do something that is just very weird and is off-putting to the other person? That's what I'm saying. Is that, like... Well, I don't think that often. I think you're generally pretty cool, aware? but... Uh, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, the fact that I genuinely put saw the spinach and the shit in a bowl and didn't make him the omelet. And then I was telling the story to a buddy and he was like, you've told this story more than once. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, God. I know. How much time have you wasted this week telling <laughs> the know. omelet story? No, I'm not like telling the omelet story. I told the omelet story once and it wasn't that I'm telling it as a story. I was like, oh, God, so this weird thing just happened. Yeah. Like, is this awkward? Am I an asshole? And he's like, yeah, you're an Asshole. Yeah, asshole, not Asperger's. <sighs> I like the part <laughs> where you say, like, it's just assumed that you only make omelets for those you fuck. I just feel like we're cause, because we're roommates <clears throat> and we both have shit to do. Like, we, we both like do our own thing. Me and my roommates make eggs for each other. All if I'm making eggs, not only, oh God. not only See? does Gre- if Greg's in the room, I immediately say, "Hey, Greg." Or vice versa. Actually, Greg's made way more eggs for me than I have him, but I just got better at making scrambled eggs now, so I like to show off my new recipe. I throw a little cheese in there. and uh, <laughs> That's the recipe? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I throw some cheese, and I have this, uh, <laughs> this seasoning. It's very good. Uh, basic, but man, it's simple and effective. And so uh, maybe I'm being partly selfish that I want to show off my new egg uh, my, my new egg dish. <laughs> but yeah, I always ask if I'm making eggs, if my roommates want some. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I don't ask. Yeah, you should start. Doing and that. It I feels even good. Sure, and feels I, good to make a friend an omelet. And you don't I, have to have their dick in your mouth. Well, <laughs> to make them an omelet, <laughs> it wasn't even. It was not only his eggs; it was also his onion. Oh Jesus Christ! I know. So then I texted him, and I was like, "John, this is real bad." And I was like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry." He just started laughing. He goes, and he was like, "Ha, ah, no worries." Mm. But he. Like, well, he's, he knows you. He knows me. He knows that I'm not just being a dick. Right? <sighs> yeah, John, if you're listening, I would have absolutely made you an omelet. I would have, I'll make you an omelet, too. I, I would be happy to make you an omelet. John, you don't have to fuck me. I'll make you an omelet. I don't want you to fuck me. <laughs> I was just saying, like, I just didn't, that's what I'm saying. It didn't cross my brain. Okay. I was like, he wouldn't be asking me to make him an omelet. Like, he just yeah. wouldn't. Yeah, well, but he, okay. <sighs> you thought he just wanted you to prepare him the fixings. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Okay, moving right along. Anything else? Any other? Ins- like, actually, that's that was funny. Thanks, was- Brian. <laughs> and I wasn't you know even telling sh- it for like a comic relief. I was like trying to tell the story, but I had a hard time doing it because the whole time you were looking at me, this going, story, "Why is this story?" This should be your new closer on stage. No, this when is not going to be my new when story. When you're doing your 15 minutes on stage, you, you got to close with the uh, egg story. Oh, really? Oh, it's gonna ki- oh kill. It's gonna kill. Fuck you. <laughs> Oh, so I wasn't saying it as a bit. No, it was great. That was a great bit. It wasn't a bit. I was just talking to my friend. Oh, I have the camera there. Tomorrow we can like film it. Okay. It was hilarious. You. All right, listen. Stick just texted me. See you in a bit. I forgot the tickets. Had to go back. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, at least we'll get to record the podcast without being interrupted. Can you imagine if Stick would have interrupted the egg story? Jesus Christ, would have ruined the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like <laughs> this. I'm just, <clears throat> I'm just, I'm just teasing. I don't like this. Do you want to talk, Cosby? Yeah, let's do it. He's getting a minimum of three years. Yeah. What do you think? Well, what was the final thing? I I know that that's the verdict, but like, I don't know what some shit he did to like. 
oh God, was it like a swim coach or a basketball coach in 2004? I should have read up on this if I was going to talk about it, but three to 10 years, he's 81 years old. He's a frail man, probably die in jail. Do you Is think, that the do reason you, why he has such little time? I think, you know what? I think when sentencing, maybe they do consider that. No, I don't know. They don't consider that. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's up to each individual judge, but do you think justice is served? How many girls did he rape? Oh, I think it was like 200. I mean, something. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> like he raped all the girls. He raped all the girls. And he's telling Eddie Murphy, don't use the F word in your act. It's really. Was he, was it the court, was it the trial live or anything? Was it no. publicized? No, no, not like the OJ thing or anything. God, that was good. Oh, that was real. You watched the People versus OJ or any of those shows? Oh, yeah. Oh, real good. Real good. The Why wasn't Cosby good? live for us? Um, I don't know. But he's going to jail. And I don't know. It's just weird. It's, oh, it why did he hard. rate? Like, he could have gotten laid without raping. Know, so is that a sad. weird? He just wants to be a monster. It kind of makes me sad. That he's going to jail? A little bit. He, some, maybe... Most insane serial rapist of all time is going to jail, and you're sad. He's just so old. Oh, He's a. <laughs> I, I did not expect this to be your hot take. I mean, no, good. Obviously, no, fuck he should Bill be, Cosby. Obviously, but it's just like, oh, it's Bill Cosby. Like it's like I'm still stuck in that like old Bill Cosby. I know that's you know what, what makes. I mean? Yeah, no, it's what makes it so weird. That's what makes it. so And weird. he really was one of the great stand-up comics of all time. I mean, you talk to, you know, anyone that's in the business now that's on the top, and they'll tell you. I mean, they used to listen to those records like crazy. It's weird. He's just fucking raping, 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 (laughs) raping, and then he's 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 leaving the courthouse, and he's got his handcuffs on his little cane. Oh, Uh, oh, wait! Don't feel bad for the monster. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah, he had a cane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clips of it. Yeah, yeah, like him walking out. Oh, he's. Ugh. I just hate the hypocrisy of him telling uh, other oh, comics how to do their act. No, all right, let's let's get off this. Like, we don't need your rape sympathy. I'm not sim- Okay. Okay. You want to clarify? I'm just not. I mean, the only clarification is I'm not sympathetic for. It's just I'm being kind of silly today. You think we should free Jerry Sandusky while we're at it? I mean, what are you doing? Oh, he's <laughs> such a cute old man, Sandusky. Raping boys. No. Okay. I just yeah. It's that it's it's because we think of him. He's still Cosby. You know, like it's hard. It's as real as it is. This isn't. This is why I'm not a lawyer. (laughs) Oh my god! If you were representing me in anything, I would just like quit. I would just wave the white flag at the judge. This is why I'm not a judge. (laughs) This is why, because I would be like, oh, but look at his eyes. Oh god. All right, well, yeah. he's like in his cane. Yeah. <clears throat> I, you would, I would not want you representing me in court. It's good. I mean, I think that, I mean, it's good he's going to jail, right? Of but, course. But I mean, too little, too late, it seems like it. That's what it does At least like. his legacy is fucking tarnished. Fuck that guy, man. Like, that is so messed up. Ugh. It is weird because it's too little, too late. That That's the weird He's really thing. old. Yeah, he's 81. Oh, he's going to die in there. Oh, hmm. But it's three to 10 years. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, they only like got three. him on. They only got no. I think it's minimum. I think it's like mandatory minimum of three years. So, yeah, but he that that's what I'm saying. He could potentially only serve three. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It, so it probably will be three. He's, He's going gonna to die, die within the year. That's going to be a whole thing. He's the gonna, day he dies. This should happen. It was like when Sand, Sandusky happened. Joe Paterno, who was the head coach of Penn State, he like died immediately. Just because it's too much for these old guys. They can't handle this shit. He's done. Good. Good riddance. Ugh. You paying attention to this Kavanaugh thing? Yeah. The Supreme Court guy? Yeah, a little bit. You got any takes on this? So they're going, <clears throat> I guess a couple of the ladies are testifying. Supposedly, our new potential Supreme Court judge did some sexual misconduct like 35 years school. ago. It's all of do you believe, now, do, do you believe these ladies or do you think this is a ploy by Democrats to have him not be a Supreme Court judge? I don't know that answer. I believe it's we're in this whole believe women thing. Yeah. So like I feel like an asshole to not believe the women. But to be honest with you, I can't help but be a little bit 
you know, the, the I know the questioning emoji face. I know. I can't help. No, you. I am question. I feel like I'm being a bad Democrat, but like I don't know. Listen, if if he did suck, like fuck, that's Here's awful. That, but like I don't know. Like the one lady doesn't even remember anything. She doesn't remember what year it happened. So you're like, uh, well, what what are you what are you supposed to do with that? Right. If they can get like legit evidence and he's convicted, then yeah. totally, I back it up. I listened to the Trump press conference today, and actually, I thought. He handled himself somewhat decently in this press conference. Like, usually I'm just vomiting whenever I hear him talk. Yeah. But I thought he handled it kind of well. Like, yesterday I heard his speech to the UN where they, like, laughed at him when he said he's done more in the first year and a half than anyone. And they, the world leaders literally, like, laughed at him. Yeah, that was epic. I heard that on the way to work. I was like, this is great. But today I was like, but he was like, hey, I'm going to listen to what these ladies say and I'll let you know tomorrow. We, We really can't. That's the thing, man. Like everyone's just accusing stuff. We like, let's hear the facts. Let's let's hear right. the testimony. I need to know more information. Right. We have to. And be- if he did, if he did anything fucked up like that, even if it was in high school, well, then no, he should be a Supreme Court judge. That's one of the most powerful positions in the country. Totally. Besides president, I think you know it's like they they rule a lot of shit. Yeah. Um. Is it possible that? They're coming out and saying this because they don't want to. Oh, yeah. Anything's possible. Totally. It's tricky. But then I feel like if I say that, my Democrat friends just hate me. I know. I hear you. I feel like it's it's we're just in that fucking time where everyone's just saying and we can't we have to believe them. Yeah, I believe I'm not saying I'm not going to right off the bat. My first like initial response isn't going to be, oh, you're just saying this because I'm going to like. Always give somebody yeah. who's with the benefit of the doubt and be like, okay, sure, I'll hear you. But then, like, I can't help. It's, it would be not human of me to not listen to that other side of my brain that's right. like, well, this is all very convenient, isn't yeah. it? This is also all very, like, the timing is very spot on. And, and all the allegations are from literally 35 so, years right. ago. So, like, if there's no evidence, if there's nothing, then there's nothing. I know. And, you know, we have another Supreme Court. Court guy, Clarence, was it Clarence? Everything is fucked. Yeah, Anita Ward, and I heard her on the radio. Everyone should just throw in the towel and we should all just fuck. (laughs) Like everyone should fuck each other. Everyone should like, like, like people should fuck underage. We should all just like, we should be raping each other left and right. Okay, wow, man. Oh Jesus, we're just so it's so far gone. Oh yeah, everyone's fucking each other. It's like and then lying about it and then like the fucking our what the people in in the ruling the people in the ruling see. Well put. (laughs) You should be a lawyer. Thank you. You should be a judge. Thank you. Megan's verdict. Everyone should be fucking and raping and no, we're I, all doomed. I, I know. I just almost feel like we're down but I a also dark think, rabbit hole at this point that it's like, oh I know. I know so many good people, though. I don't know. It's an interesting time to be alive. It's so weird. I'm very curious to hear those girls test. And listen, if anything did happen, we'll... Like I said, absolutely, the, the, that guy should not be in the Supreme Court. I don't want him in the Supreme Court anyway. Right. And to say, like, <clears throat> how you feel on this is not influenced by the fact that this guy being in the Supreme Court could take away abortion rights from women. I mean, that's a big deal. Totally. So obviously, you want to do everything to keep him out. Right. But to say that that doesn't have an influence on the way you're thinking about right. this is you're probably lying. Well, it would, and it would just be mainly, like, it would be hypocritical for me, for you, to say, to be like, oh, well, like 100% stand behind these girls and say like, oh, fuck that guy. Like believe, like get behind the whole believe women, believe women because he happened. It's so biased. Yeah. When like, and it's hypocritical hypocritical if we did that because, I mean, here we are backing up, you know, like Chris Hardwick and like people that we like and believe in. I worked for him. He was amazing. And, you know, like I feel very strongly about some of these women coming forward to certain things mm-hmm. are a bit you know what's the word um what's the word um i don't like convenient is that no no, no. they're contrived they're a bit like i don't know some of these like or just these personal stories we've talked about multiple times yeah and i guess he was like whipping his dick out at parties and yell i don't know we'll see what happens but wow we're already uh we've already done over 40 minutes here how much of that was the omelet story? <laughs> I think it was like half the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Oh, my God. Oh, can I tell my story now? Of course. Then we can wrap it up. I apologize. This name drop, I already apologize. And I know 
Eric Andre gets brought up a lot in this podcast, but he's one of our best friends. And when you're around him, fucking crazy shit happens. So he comes up a lot because, well, yeah, when you're in his world. There's just, you have experiences. Yeah, like real deal stuff. So. Look, I'm all snuggled up. Like. Oh, this is cool. All right. So so we'll we'll wrap it up with this story. Hopefully people (laughs) got through the omelet story to get to this juicy. I don't know. They could have dropped. I wish we were doing this live so we could see our. Okay. All right. So this is on. Um, I think the omelet story would have been better if you, um, you know, like were there for me during. No, it. I think me hating it made it partially funny. I but, think it was kind of funny, but we're done with the omelet story. Okay. So do we want to look at the camera? This is kind of this is neat. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Saturday night. I. Went over to Eric's house and I met up with him and Kitao, who is going to be a guest on our podcast. And he is the director. I'm so excited. I love him so much. Yeah, I'm so excited to have him on. He's awesome. He's the director of the Eric Andre show, like a real brain behind it. And he's kind of like a yin yang. The same way that Hannibal is like the yang to Eric's craziness. And Hannibal's this like almost, you know, he's got, I don't want to call him a stoner, but that like real chill vibe. Yeah. And it works perfectly. Yeah. And Kitao also has that chill vibe. And with, their brains Kitao's combined. so brilliant. He's, I works for him. He's. I know you did. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to talk about those stories oh on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. He's really excited to do it. Um, so I go over to their house and we were going to go, or we did go to this like, what was it even called? Hold on. Let me describe this to you. It is in my notes here. And I know I should have had this already loaded, but give me one second. So we went to. It was like a, so it was some sort of. Like virtual reality thing. Okay, it was called Inner Space, Immersive Tech, Cannabis, and Art. So you go in, and it's all these like virtual reality headsets, and then like designated weed stations. So you literally could just go. Everyone's just smoking. There's no alcohol at this event. No alcohol. Mm-hmm. You just go and smoke. And if this this event proved to me that like alcohol is way worse than pot because everyone was just so chill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was like... Was it packed? Yeah, it was packed with all these, like, hip, cool L.A. fucking it? people. Um, it's like, I think in downtown. Yeah, like at a warehouse, I, in a warehouse space? Yeah, kind of like in a warehouse space. Okay. And um, so we go to this, and uh, it's awesome. And we met up with um, Reggie Watts. Mm-hmm. Who's awesome? And we're in this big like we got we got stoned on marijuana, and then you go in this big igloo, and there's this like trippy three D, just all this real trippy stuff. There's this like headset you put on, and it creates music while you're on a massage bed, like based on your breathing. So good. all this super tech. Yeah, it was amazing by itself. Yeah, I'm just like tucked between Eric and Reggie Watts, watching the trippiest shit. I'm like, this is badass. So good. That by itself, amazing night. <laughs> So we do that. We're there for like 40 minutes. And uh, Kitao, actually he had gotten this. We went to a Japanese fried chicken place before that. And Kitao had an invite to go to Jimmy Iovine's wife's birthday party. Now who's Jimmy Iovine again? Jimmy Iovine is one of the biggest people in the music industry. Yeah. He was the president of Interscope Records. Yeah. And he founded Beats Headphones with Dr. Dre. He's a big He's a there's an amazing four-part documentary on him on HBO. Literally one of the biggest people in music in the past 50 years. Okay. Like huge. Huge deal. And Interscope Records was awesome because they signed bands like Primus and Weird Bands and big part of like what was going on in the 90s. And um, he helped push hip-hop, you know. When was his rise? He like started out as a producer in like the 70s. And he, like, started from the bottom. Like, it's that classic, like, was the janitor in the studio yeah. type. And slowly mm. but surely made his way. And, you know, now he's worth, I think, over a billion dollars. Jesus. So he goes, Kital goes, this is about to get ridiculous. He's like, uh, I heard Dr. Dre was there. And I'm like, let's go. So we get, so we, we leave the tech pot party. And we hop in an Uber. And we go, like, deep into Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. To uh, celebrate, her name's Liberty, Liberty Iovine's birthday party. This house is obviously fucking ridiculous. Crazy. Walking up to the party, 
the first thing I see, Dave Chappelle. Hey, Eric. Oh, who's your friend? Hi, I'm Brian. Hey, man. What's welcome to the party? Like da- the, fr- the, the first fr- thing I did at this party was hug Dave Chappelle. Like at the he was he was at the door. He was literally like, well, you kind of we. So what they did is they had the house, and I guess he's got this ridiculous backyard. So they had a huge tent yeah. with a stage and shit in it. Yeah. And so it was just fucking insane. So literally, the first thing I see is like the funniest person of all time. Insane. Like legend. Crazy. And what was so cute about Chappelle too? He's like. I was talking to him and he's like, can you believe this fucking house, man? Like he was even blown away at how ridiculous this house was. Right after that, I see Rashida Jones, who's Quincy Jones' daughter. daughter. She was in the office. She's smoking hot. Is she smoking hot? Smoking hot. All these, oh, by all all these people in person, so hot in person. Like she's obviously very, very cute and like pretty. Yeah, no, she was cute. Yeah, yeah. It's not like smoking, but to me, the cute is just as smoking as smoking because she's very real. Yeah. And she's dating Ezra Cohen, who is the lead singer of Vampire Weekend. Mm. So Ezra's there. I am a diehard Vampire Weekend uh, fan. So I end up chatting it up with him for a solid half hour. They have a new record coming out. So I'm like, hey, man, how's the album coming? And so he's just telling me about the new Vampire Week. I'm like in my brain. I'm like, this is absolutely unbelievable. So, and uh, <clears throat> he told me something neat. I'm like, is it done? He's like, yeah, it's pretty much done. But we've been like tweaking it for the past four months. And I think we made it worse. He was talking. Oh, <laughs> no. Like, and then we had this like wonderful conversation on like, man, it's got to be hard to know when you're done making an album. Totally. Like, this is it. Like, wait. Right. And so we had, and I'm like, oh my God, that was like an amazing conversation. Uh, so <laughs> I'm like, this party is insane. Uh, Dr. Dre is just walking around. I never met Dr. Dre, but I saw him from a distance. And uh, Is he all blinged out? He was wearing a very nice suit. Oh, so we, I had no idea I was going to Jimmy Iovine's wife's birthday party. <laughs> so I'm dressed like a fucking asshole. I'm wearing like a t-shirt and jeans, right? This is like yeah. an upscale event. I'm like, hey, I don't even think I, he's like, it doesn't matter. And so apparently Jimmy Iovine's son, diehard Eric Andre uh, show fan. Yeah. That's how we got the invite. Got it. I didn't get the invite. I'm a fucking plus one that does not belong. But that does belong. But apparently. Yeah. And so I'm, but it didn't even matter that I was wearing a t-shirt. Next thing I know, I look over. And Eric is talking to Sasha Baron Cohen, who is fucking Borat, mm-hmm. Ollie G. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And then Eric, the, the, dude, Eric and Sasha talked for like an hour. And Eric's like, you want me to introduce you to Sasha? I'm like, of course. Yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen is the nicest person. He's giving Eric advice on his show because obviously Eric does like hidden camera stuff, just yeah. like similar to what Sasha does. Totally. And he's like, Telling him, oh, you should use my lawyer, like giving him all these tips, being super friendly. And then like he would say things, he would have to quiet down because there's all these like big wigs around and he, he's very honest and funny and outspoken and friendly. Yeah. And his wife, Isla Fisher, was there. Boy, this is really name dropping. I'm sorry, but it was so. No, this okay. is good. This is good. It was just. It was just. You okay. You can't not. I can't. Tell the story. I, I have to tell the story. This is your night. So Isla Fisher's, yeah. and I referred to her initially as Sasha Baron Cohen's wife. They're like, all my friends are like, you know, she's famous in her own. I'm like, sorry, sorry. Yeah. She's so she's she's there. Says hi to me. Like, it's the sweetest person. And she's like, she whispers in my ear. She's like, I heard Buster Rhymes is going to be performing soon. You want to go take a look? I'm like, yeah. She's like, let's go grab a cocktail. So I go into the, t- she's like, let these boys talk. So we let Eric and Sasha talk. They talk for like 45 What's minutes. What's so wild is like these, like this is their life, these people. Oh, but no. And so oh, she's so cute. She was like super self-deprecating. She's like, how old are you? I'm like. This kids. Yeah, three. She was telling me all about yeah. it. She's like, I'm 35. She's like, oh, fuck off. We're the, Sasha, we're the old people here again, like making jokes. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you look, because she looks beautiful. I mean, she's amazing. Yeah, she's Her so personality cute. is like <clears throat> as good as a human's personality could be. I'm like, no, you're so cute. She's like, all right, let's go grab a cocktail. Grab a cocktail. I look over. Who walks in? LeBron James. Oh, Le- So LeBron James walks in. And so I'm walking by him. And I give him a head nod and I stick my fist out and I fist bumped him. Oh, like just kind of like on the walk by. I'm like, this is fucking insane. Later that night, I'm in the bathroom line. LeBron's right behind me. I'm in my stupid fucking T-shirt. He's looks like a million bucks. LeBron, besides being an amazing athlete, is a fashionista. Yeah. And so I was like, LeBron, welcome to L.A. If you, you want to cut me? And he's like, no, man, I would never do that. You said that? Yes. I, yes. 
I said, LeBron, welcome to L.A. He's an L.A. Laker now. That's why he's at these L.A. parties. Oh. He's an L.A. Laker. I said, LeBron, welcome to so L.A. Do you want to cut me? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, do you want to? He's fucking LeBron James. I know, but he but refused to cut me in the bathroom line. Good. Yeah, he was with his wife. So I get back from the bathroom, and who's on stage? Busta Rhymes. Oh, I saw the videos. How ridiculous are the videos? Oh, I busted like he gained weight. He did gain weight. He, I'm so attracted to you're him. You're still attracted. To, you're you're attracted to Fat Busta Rhymes. Attracted <laughs> to Fat Busta Rhymes. What do you like about him? I don't know. He's just like he has this like thing. He just he like fucking demands the room. Oh, he was amazing. And he's just so confident. And he, it's Busta Rhymes. Yeah. So before that, let me let me rewind. Before that, Anderson Pack was on the stage. He's one of my favorite performers. So I'm I'm like, oh, do I go have a conversation with Sasha? And blah, blah. and then so I end up going back outside. Now it's not only Sasha Baron Cohen and Eric, but Chris Rock's there. So I'm talking with Chris Rock, That's Sasha my... Baron Cohen. Oh my god, he looks great, by the way. Chris... He's aging very well. Chris Rock is so cute. So He's I'm so in a square with them. Yeah, and, and I was actually kind of chiming in. I'm like, oh, I could be famous. Like I could. Yeah. I, I think I think this is where I belong. Totally. It really made me want to become famous. Every time I'm at one of those parties, yeah. at like a thing, I've never been to one with that it many. Was fucking I mean, insane. Yeah. The level of people there and the amount of them yeah i mean we've been to very similar yeah parties, we've been to even even eric's own birthday party is pretty star-studded seems like the biggest one this is like a legit a-list a-list like yeah. fucking a-list like i um i always feel i i always leave feeling like i really felt good in that group yeah no like the I whole did. night because i was like mingling and getting along yeah. they were laughing at my jokes i'm like holy fuck i, I gotta know. keep working i know I need to be at these parties all the time. I know. I almost feel like it's good motivation. It was the best mode. Oh, well, the, the funniest thing, though, is they're like, everyone's asking, oh, what are you working on? I'm like, I work on a show called Ridiculousness. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing enough. Yeah, I'm not you, doing I know, enough. I know. But it made me want to do more. Totally. Made me want to kick butt. Oh, totally. Um. Okay, so wait. So then you see Chris Rock. Can you talk to me a little bit about Chris Rock? How cute is he? He looks amazing. And what is he just, talking about? Well, it's cute, too, because him and Chappelle are such buddy buddies. I know. They, and they, you can just tell they love and each other. And they're just, like, cracking up. They ended up performing at the comedy store at 2 in the morning That's after the party. wild. Yeah, they went, and Chappelle had a couple in them. That, like, that, that, that lifestyle, like, just being at that caliber and that, like, mm. cool that you can just be like, you want to go, like, be fucked up with your, like, one of your best friends? Be like, let's go hit up a comedy store and do a fucking show. Yeah, no, and I think Chris Rock did, like, 25 minutes and Chappelle did an hour. So much fun. Yeah, so uh, Anderson Pack's performing. I'm like, do I hang out with Chris Rock or do I watch one of my favorite performers? So I did a little bit of both. And then during Anderson Pack's set, I went to the bathroom. I come back out. Buster Rhymes is on stage. And then I run into Isla Fisher again. She yeah. goes, I told you so. Let's go dance. And I go on the dance floor. Sasha comes. We're all just like dancing. We're just having a party. Dave Chappelle's on stage left, just fucking like jamming out, smoking cigarettes, having cocktails. Time. Of, I'm like, this is the greatest party of all time. So good. Just fucking doing his thing. And then Chappelle's who, been partying for a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's fun. Like, he's such a sweetheart. Oh, he so gave us. So I'm not he gave judging us, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I just, I kind of actually embrace it. Oh yeah, no, no. He he likes to have a he likes yeah, to have a few a cocktails. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm literally, and it was so cute. Sasha Baron Cohen like really loved the Buster Rhymes set. He did. Yeah. Oh, they were dancing. I, I was just boogieing the whole night. Boogieing. Yeah, and then uh, LeBron, and then you see like Chris Rock standing on his seat. Oh, so then Q-tip, oh. Q-tip from a tribe called Quest comes out. That's cute. That's here we huge. go, y'all. Here we go, y'all. So what's so what's the scenario? The place is going nuts. So we're all just like fucking dancing. Chappelle grabs the mic and does a verse. Oh, and then Q-Tip goes, "Where's Leo?" Where? So apparently Leonardo DiCaprio is in the audience. That's crazy. And they tried to pull him up on stage. I never saw him though. Yeah, Eric, Eric said he was Eric, being weird. Eric said that he talked to him. He was like in a hoodie or whatever. Eric but they, said he talked to him. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Q-Tip's on stage. Was Olive Tribe there? Uh, well, one of them, Fife is dead. Right, but they're, they're the right. other one, I don't think, I don't think the other one was there, but Busta, like, did scenario and stuff. Yeah, yeah, there was three of them. So it was really only Q-Tip. But Busta was, like, kind of, like, yeah. a sort of member. Like, right, right, he, he was on certain he songs. He did, like, features. Yeah. Um, so we're just jamming. Oh, it's adorable. And, like, Chris Rock's, like, on a chair, like, filming with his camera and shit. I watch his stories, and they're so cute. I love that. Oh, you saw you Chris saw his stories? stories? Yeah. Some of his stories, it was, like, um, it was of Busta, and then, like, of Q-Tip coming out. And then, like, I like his little captions. Like, he, I love that, like, they're such celebrities. Yeah. And then to, like, 
like his little caption was like, "This is a this is a house party, y'all." Yeah, like, this is a fucking house party. Oh, I, it was like, fucking. Everyone was. Amazed. It was fucking unreal. And then Jimmy Iovine just so I'm literally standing on the stage directly in front of Dave Chappelle. Uh, he ends up giving this like long speech. He does. Yeah, he was just like a tipsy little speech. Oh, and I was like filming him. He's like, "Man, put away the cell phones." I immediately put away my cell phone. Good. Whatever the fuck. I yeah. felt I felt bad for even having it on, but I mean, it was kind of hard not to. Totally. Um, what was his speech about, though? Just oh, just what a, how great it is to have everyone there, and it wasn't even that. It was really heartfelt. And, Chappelle gave it. Yeah, Chappelle. I've seen him do this like twice now because I saw him at another event where he just kind of grabbed the mic and started chatting it up. That's sweet. And then Q-Tip ended up DJing like low key for like an hour and a half the rest of the night. What about um, his wife, the part, the birthday girl? She was dressed in this like crazy yellow dress. I I don't want to say this, but I almost felt. No, I didn't feel bad for her. It was the best party of her life, but I couldn't tell who her real best friends were. Yeah. Is that weird? No. Makes sense. And Jimmy Iovine was wearing a Statue of Liberty shirt because his wife's name is Liberty. Yeah. And he gave a speech, too. And Eric gave him a big hug at the end of the night, which was really cute. And uh, How did the night end? We With us just dancing on the dance floor the whole night? That's insane. While Q-Tip DJed? Everyone who stayed until the very end. Yeah, yeah, we like closed out the party. Did Chabelle close out? Uh, well, he left. Uh, no, a little bit before because he did that set at the comedy store. Oh right. Yeah. And I uh, is there anything else I can tell you about that party? That was it's that's amazing. <sighs> well, so that night, so then the next morning, you're like Megan. <laughs> I just had the best night of my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, like I had a chat with LeBron James. I just loved my Dude, biggest thing would have been Chris Rock. Talk, oh no, no, Sasha for me too. Like I was like, man, didn't you, I, I heard, didn't you get just sued for like ninety five million dollars by Roy Moore? He's like, yeah, the rapist. Yeah, I did, and he was so. Wait, he did? Yeah, yeah. He's so he's he's telling Eric what lawyer he's got to hire. He's like, I've been sued. He's got an accent. I'm not even gonna try it. Yeah, but he's like, I've been sued hundred and eighty four times. And we're like, your lawyer, he's like, my lawyer is literally the best at his job at anyone. And so like he gave Eric his number Great. and was like giving him tips to like as to what to put in his contracts and stuff when he gets people to sign to do, you know, bits yeah. and stuff like that. And um, so did he, do you know anything about that? So he was sued by him? Yeah, but there's, yeah, yeah, he's, he, he, it's, it's in the process right now. He, he just laughs it off because he's been sued so many times. Yeah. He's so friendly and brilliant. And you could tell he really loved Eric, and that made me so happy. That's so cute. It was, and yeah, and Eric obviously loves him. Was hugely inspired. Apparently and to just hear them kind of like bouncing ideas mm-hmm. off each other and being in the middle of that, I was like, wow. Was Katow in the mix of that? Oh yeah, Kit- yeah, Katow was hopping. Oh, and it was catered by Nobu Sushi. So it was all you can eat Nobu Sushi, all you can drink Nobu Sake. They had full like cocktail, yeah, just like sushi everywhere. Nobu. That's insane. Fucking insane. I feel like in that scenario, though, like I would have zero appetite. I would just want cocktails and cocktails and cocktails and cocktails. Yeah, we had some. We had some of those. And uh, I ate a little bit of sushi. And uh, it was just one of the greatest nights of all time. I'm I'm trying to see if I left anything else out. I don't know if it's as good as my omelet story. (laughs) (laughs) The omelet story was fantastic. (laughs) You're like, well, we're talking about eggs. So I had two eggs, and my roommate's <laughs> like, "Can you put two more?" You t- somehow that became twenty minutes. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh man! All the name dropping. I had to tell the story. I wasn't gonna not tell the story. I'm so. That's a very very cool night. Well, it's funny. I mean, I just didn't belong. But then once I was there, I was like, "Fuck that! I do belong." Because no, I really didn't. I was having. Oh man, those Ezra. T- are good yeah, have. like being in those environment, like. I mean, it's that old cliche saying of like, surround yourself with people you want to be like. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, in Los Angeles, it's like we're out here because we want bigger things. Yeah, sure. So to like put ourselves in these like big situations is a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it reminded me how much I do because eventually like I would just love to. I love interviewing people. Yeah. I would love to sit down with Chris Rock and really pick his brain. And yeah. I was essentially doing, you know, well, I was just having conversations. But if I mean, if we were mic'd up, there were really interesting people, really interesting things being said throughout the entire night. I love that Chappelle and Rock are good friends. They're such good friends. I love Chappelle that so gave much. Me a, oh. And Ch- just seeing how stoked sweet. Chappelle was to be there, it was really unbelievable. 
Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's uh let's go to the Hollywood Bowl. What time is it? We we did I just an hour. Got so cozy. Yeah. Sorry, that was a lot of talking. No, it's pretty good. Great. It's pretty good though, right? It was a great story. Well, I, I could tell by your yawn that you really liked it. <laughs> I had so much FOMO. I know. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Didn't, and then just me being in a t-shirt was ridiculous. No, that's good. Isla Fisher is the best human ever. She's so cute. she's so cute. I can't. So imagine. genuine. She's like, what, so much 45? fun. Forty-five. Forty-three. I looked it up. She's forty-three. She looks fantastic. Yeah, 43 is also still young. Oh, she was so cool. God, they are an amazing couple. Ugh. All right. Let's get out of here. Shoot. Let's be them hugs. Yeah, we got to get famous. What do we... Yeah, we really do. We're getting there. Hey, are you going to get on stage this week? Oh, yeah. Well, I got to I gotta ask my buddy about his open mic. When, whenever... There's an open mic by your house. Do you want to... I want to go. Okay. I'll let well, you know. We could go to other ones too. Yeah, yeah. I really want to. I think what we do is just pick a day that we have off next week and go. Yeah. And like, because there's open mics every night. I know. My manager said that I should absolutely be doing stand up at least once a week. Totally. And there's legit open mics every. I know. Day of the week. Yeah, this city's crazy like that. So like. Okay. All right, let's do it, and then we can go to those parties all the time. I need to go to those parties. It's I need really unlimited fun. sushi and cocktails. It's unbelievable. And I need Chris Rock there. I mean, there's more, too. I can't even remember. It I was... just feel like I would be good friends with Buster Rhymes. He was actually hard to approach. I don't think he would At the be end of the night, he was at the bar, and he had like he was the only person I know that had bodyguards. Well, yeah. I guess because he just performed. But I just feel like we would get along. You probably would. Yeah. Would you make him an omelet? Yeah. It's good to know. Yeah. Can we end it like that? I kind of like, or no, we'll, I just chimed in again. We'll cut it then. We'll cut it. Or should we just end it there? Yeah.